Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, January 14, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. So the first thing we're gonna do is take a look at the daily chart and does anything jump off the page? We had an end of the day sell. We're gonna talk more about that later and see if that's gonna morph into something more. But right now, we're going to take a look at the daily chart and say, did anything really change? Well, let's look at it from this perspective first. We barely had an outside day to yesterday. So the market is still trading in this very narrow range up near the highs, well above all the moving averages. So from a 30,000 foot view perspective, there's nothing wrong with the tape. There's nothing wrong with the daily chart. Again, That doesn't mean other charts don't say something different, but that's what the daily chart is saying at present. It's very difficult to make a federal case out of a market that's down 99 cents or a dollar on the day of a $378 stock. It was basically one quarter of 1%. It's a rounding error period. Before we go on, I want to make mention of a couple of other things. First, nothing's changed we're still looking for a top. So with that being said, I thought I would make mention of a couple of things. And these tops are a process. We don't necessarily always know the date and time the market will make a top, but the market tends to make a top as a process. Some markets top before others, others follow suit, sectors begin to fall away. And before you know it, you have a top in, yet the signs were all there. You just have to know what to look for. Some of the things we look for during that process that are kind of the tip-off if we're right in terms of our timing, if we're right in terms of the other things we're looking at, some other things fall into place. Case in point, small caps. You have what's known as a dash for trash. You get a lot of speculative things going on. And I don't know if I said that word right, but nevertheless, it's hard to say quickly. You get a lot of stocks that are four dollars eight dollars ten dollars next scene shows they're 20 30 25 for no apparent reason whatsoever they're low float stocks they have a rush to momentum they get driven higher in somewhat of a pump and dump scenario small caps tend to be easy to manipulate small caps are in fact the dash for trash they're not all trash but that's what it's called in the investing slash trading parlors You have stuff like SPACs. SPACs are running wild. Special acquisition companies. Basically what happens is they're nothing other than this. They're private equity that basically starts as public. So what happens is they collect a bunch of money like a blank check. They don't know yet what they're going to invest in. So the investors don't know what the SPAC's going to invest in. They give money to the SPAC or in this case, The SPAC raises capital from the capital markets, so they have a bucket of money to spend on companies that they're going to invest in. So here's what happens. Some will be very successful. Some will be a complete debacle. Some of the money will never be invested. There will be lawsuits, yada, yada, yada. This is the way these things work. It just takes time to play out. What you're seeing now is the SPACs going wild at the top of a market most likely, and that's at least for now in my opinion. And yet again, there's really no doubt in my mind that they're eventually going to fall apart 
and some of the strong will survive and there'll be plenty of people slash traders slash investors unbeknownst to them they'll be left crying in the end how about a rush of ipos don't we see lately a rush to come public for companies that may have been teetering on going public sometime in the near future all of a sudden there's a hurry up scenario going on they need to pull the money out of the capital markets now not later that's another sign of a top that goes along with secondary offerings that's when an existing public company needs to raise capital so they dilute their shares and shareholders by raising money directly from the capital markets rather than taking a loan when the markets are frothy that goes on as well along with the ipos and all the other stuff so these are all signs and signal of a pending topping process getting back to the spy now we're going to take a look at a 240 minute chart and here we have price above all the moving averages so technically there's nothing wrong with the 240 chart from a longer term perspective but when you look closely you say well if we know that price never likes to get too far from home base they like to come back to check in at home base home base right now comes in just above 276 we're at 278 and a half basically on close today would it be out of the ordinary for them to come back to check in at the 20 period moving average on this 240 chart no that wouldn't be out of the ordinary at all we also have the area of our break down candle high comes in just below the 20 period moving average that is considered a breakout point so therefore if in fact the market wants to come down and do a full retest of the most former breakout area that would be the price it comes in at 375.45 and that would be normal garden variety market behavior how about the 120 minute chart below the 20 period moving average two candle closes below there today that's interesting information so are they giving up the 20 that they've been riding and we discussed the fact that they were riding it the last day or so so if in fact they've given up the 20 what are they intending to do conveniently enough that same breakout area at 375 and a half give or take comes in on this chart at the 50 period moving average so we can see this converging we can see price to go run a test of a former breakout area the 240 chart 20 period moving average the 120 chart 50 period moving average and it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for them to go down and completely fill the gap down around 374. let me ask you this what if they did all that and then close the day back above 376 would that be bullish and the answer is it's a leading question the answer is absolutely that would and why is that you have to know and you have to have taken the course at lazy e-mini trader and i go over this stuff every night but i'm just leaving you like a hanging chad on this one it's right there for the taking you should see it it's as clean as white red and green that would be a bullish move to run a test and then close back above an important spot yeah i would say so we're just projecting it's a hypothetical we don't know that that will happen what we are saying now is that the probabilities are growing the probabilities are increasing that they actually come down to that 375 and a half or even lower area the daily chart doesn't tell you that the 240 chart hints at it 
the 120 minute chart absolutely has opened the door for that type of price behavior. You see why we have to look at a multitude of time frames. You got to look at a bunch of different charts to get the full picture of what the market's doing. The market is always a puzzle. Our job is to put the pieces to the puzzle together to build the picture so that we can see what's going on. We're able to read the language of the market and we're able to take advantage of it. That's what we're doing here. What about the hourly chart? So what do we have here? All of a sudden we have another situation where interestingly enough, based on the hourly close, the last candle of the day, they chose no accidents or coincidences. They chose to close below the 50 period moving average. They also closed below an important line in the sand. Why is it a line in the sand? That's a conversation for a different time. But what you'll see is that it was listed as a line in the sand inside the numbers. Nothing you could really do with it into the closing bell. Just interesting that the numbers are the numbers and it pays to know your numbers. Look what else we have along with the 375.45 from the other charts. And this is the same candle high. That's the breakout area. Same gap we discussed before 374.20. What comes smack dab in between is the 100 period moving average on the hourly chart. Let me ask you this based on the hourly 120 240. Do the odds grow that a, if we found the market down in that zone, is it likely we're going to see at minimum of intraday support? And the answer is under normal garden variety market conditions. The answer is absolutely using the 80, 20 rule. It would be the not normal thing for them to blow through that whole thing like a hot knife through butter. And I'll tell you what, if they are put your seatbelt on, pack a lunch, it's going to be a long day. Speaking of inside the numbers, let's take a look at the pre-market commentary and the rest of the notes throughout the trading day. Stocks on the move, there was nothing doing, nothing hit their numbers today. And again, we're on the front end of earnings season. It really gets kicked off tomorrow with some of the bank earnings. And then next week they start to come fast and furious. So we're calling this the calm before the storm. No harm, no foul, nothing doing with stocks on the move. So happy Thursday. They didn't get very far in the overnight session. Just ate some time off the clock. Still nothing bearish on the chart at present. That's the setup at zero dark 30. Let's see what we've got in the early thoughts as the morning grows old. We're hanging around 3,800, 380, no change there. They remain important psychological numbers. Last night's video, we discussed their eating time off the clock based on the daily chart. And that remains true until it changes. Where does it change? Big picture perspective, it changes below 375.91. So they're hanging around the highs, yada, yada, yada. We have some stuff up north that's important. 3813 and a quarter, that's the ES number, and 38085. If above the door opens to run a test of the highs, 381.49. Everything's compressed together up there, but those are the numbers. What spells trouble? Below 379 and a quarter. Running a test is one thing, closing candles below is a number. So these are the numbers on the board, bright and early. They're wide and we narrow down after the opening bell. So let's go up and see what we've got. 921, we've got the gap left open from yesterday at 379.79. 
Now let's pay attention to some other numbers. 935, 380, 85, give or take, will be resistance. 380, 20 could be support. If not, it's down to the gap cited earlier. That's right here. It's close by. 379, 79. Keep this in mind. 380, 20. Now, just for kicks, this is a five-minute chart. You know the routine right of the vertical is today's activity. These are the numbers we just saw inside the numbers. The lowest number is 379 and a quarter. The middle number, 380.20, and the upper number, 380.85. If you're working with the proper numbers, you can be successful in the market. One more number, here's that gap at 379.79. Here's the shenanigans coming up short. The low was 379.84, but the rip away from it was nice, and then they hovered around 380.20, and then the second time around, and we know this to be the case, is not the same trade. 379.79, do you really want to take that trade after they missed it by a few pennies? And the answer is no, you don't. And look what happened. That's the reason you don't. And then the rest of the day is history. So what I'm going to do, having known the numbers early in the morning, you can peruse the stuff. I'm going to scroll up, pause the video. Read the notes at your leisure. Double check the work. Go back to the chart and see what happened based on the numbers, based on the commentary, all this stuff. It was not a trader's dream today. Today was basically a sit on your hands, keep your money in your pocket, watch the tape and try and learn something. Some traders took trades. Some traders did very well. For the most part, the market wasn't really prime for trading and we're moving right along. The market did move a little bit on Jerome Powell's comments. He gave some kind of broadcast speech from his kitchen. And you'll see here down at the 111 post, we even cited the SOK, Standard Operating Kitchen, signs of a regular guy. You can usually tell a lot about a person from the look of their background on Zoom or whatever else they're broadcasting on. Anyway, Let's take it into the end of the day so you can read the rest of the notes. And then we go back to the chart. And this is going to be my last look on the SPY chart. And it is the hourly chart showing that they cut through all the important numbers that were on the board today. The last line of defense, if you read the commentary, was 378.50. Closing below 378.50, meaning closing candles below 378.50, could mean they kill him into the close. Now they did it into the close. We'll see if that means they kill him into the open tomorrow. You know what they say, it's about how they close him, not how they trade him throughout the day. Now, while the selling party was getting ready and getting on in the SPY, the IWM had a buying spree going on. Still up almost 2% today. Nothing wrong with the IWM. Obviously getting a little bit far from home base again, but that doesn't mean it's not a strong market. It's not a bull market. It is a bull market at new highs. Nothing wrong with this market whatsoever. If in fact they put in some kind of a trend change or they change character, that's different. That's not what it is today. This is my favorite market leading indicator. It has to be a puzzle piece and it has to be on the table. It's bullish, period, full stop until it's not. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Same routine, up over 1% today, 140 points. 
nothing wrong with the transports, nothing wrong with this tape, above all the moving averages. At present, there's nothing on this chart that says they should be going in the southern direction. That contrasts what we looked at in the SPY chart. We can make a case on a few of the different SPY charts, why they could be coming down and what could the objective be, what would be the target. We can't say that looking at the IWM. We can't say that looking at the transports. This is how you read each individual market independent of one another. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley? Anything wrong with this one? No, there's technically nothing wrong. It looks different than the transports. It looks different than the IWM, but above all the moving averages, it's still in an uptrend and that's it, period, full stop. Similar situation on the 120 minute chart of the Qs in terms of giving up the 20 period moving average that it was basically riding of late. 240 chart, still above all the moving averages. And the hourly chart, we can certainly make a case they're headed somewhere down south. The first stop would be around 313. What about the XLF? High on the chart, we're at highs, technically nothing wrong, could make a case they put in a pseudo doji candle. They're a little bit too far from home base for my liking. They really have to come back toward home base or at minimum of go sideways for a while, let home base get a chance to catch up to price. Be pretty slick to see where they close the week on Friday. If it's going to be above this former high, 31.38 or below it. 31.46 on close today. It's not that far away. All going to depend on the tape tomorrow. Be very interesting to see if they can muster enough bull fuel to close at new highs for the week. Smash Mouth. Again, similar to the XLF, nothing wrong other than the fact that they're too far from home base. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do with a chart that looks like this other than wait for the chart to give some kind of sign or signal of trend change gives you something to trade against. That's the only thing we can do at new highs. We know that that's not new information. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense.